Shabbos Daf Nunvav. How's everybody doing? We're continuing with the theme. Sometimes it seems like from the Torah that certain Gdolim sinned, and in fact, it's not a sin. We discussed Reuven, he didn't sin. Today we're saying, whoever says that the sons of Shmuel sinned, because it says in the Pasuk, they took bribery, you're mistaken. What happened was, they weren't like Shmuel, their father, who went around to do the Torahs. They stayed in their place, and they sent their messengers out, and that's considered Batzah, they try to fatten their salaries, and they received the return, and therefore they weren't as great as their father. Remeir says, since they, they were Levium, they were entitled to the Miser, but they demanded the Miser, and since they were G'daylim, and the judges of Klai Yisrael, people gave the Miser, and in return, the other Levium were affected. Rabbi Yehuda says, they would give their money to the Balabatim to do business with it, they would take back their money without giving the Balabatim any cut, but in return, they showed favoritism during, during Dini Taira, and that's wrong. Rebbe Kiva says they would take Bekoyach with force, extra miser. That's stealing. Rabbi Yossi says they took the Matnis Kuhuna, which is also stealing Zroya, Luchayayi, and Bekeva. The famous Gemara, whoever says Dabra Melch sinned with Basheva, the wife of Uriah, with Ashes Ish, is making a mistake. Rav says that Rebbe who was descendant of David, tried to find for his forefather a way out of this. And it says in the passage, David only intended to do bad, but he never sinned. As the passage says, You killed Uriah Hachiti. What the Gemara says is he didn't kill him. He was supposed to bring him in front of a Sanhedrin, and he failed to do so. Even though, he, as the Gemara says, he was a married by Malchus. He deserved to die because he said to David, Adoni Yoyav. He called Yoyav his master rather than David the master. Or according to Tysus, he didn't listen to David when David told him to come home from the war. So he deserved to die. But David should have brought him in front of the Sanhedrin. In fact, the Pesach says, just like B'nai Amoin, it's not David's fault when the Goyim Amoin killed the Jews, so too, when Uriah Achita died, it wasn't David's fault. You took Uriah's wife as your own wife. If the Torah says she was your wife, that means Kiddushin was Chal, there was a good Kiddushin, and it was legal, and it wasn't an Avera. Rav says, on the one hand, that David never sinned only with the thing of Uriah. But on the other hand, there's a Brisa that says, there's a saying that says, Rav says, that David sinned by accepting Lashon Hara. Shmuel says he never accepted the Lashon Hara. What he saw signs that the Lashon Hara was right, and that's why he accepted it. What happened? David went to search for descendants of Shaul, and he found Tziva, one of the servants, and he said, does Shaul have descendants? And he says, yes, in fact, he has a grandson, Mepibayshis, the son of Yainasan. But he told him, Belay Davar, and we read it with the Aleph, meaning to say, Tziva was saying, he does, he's not a Tamil Chacham, he doesn't know how to learn. But when David found Mepibayshis, he realized, Meloy Davar, as the Gemara Bracha says, Mepibayshis was greater than David, he was his Rebbe in Tyra. Meloy Davar, with the Aleph, he was full. When David HaMelech later on ran away from Yerushalayim, from his own son Avshalom, he bumped into Tziva and he says, where's me Pibayshis? And he says, he's rebelling against you. And David accepted that Lashon Hara. But he saw that Tziva is a liar. Why did he accept it? Because he saw me Pibayshis as Simon. Me Pibayshis didn't bathe and didn't shave and didn't take care of himself coming to the king David. And me Pibayshis tells David HaMelech, I'm upset, not at you, I'm upset at Kosh why did you give my belongings or half of my belongings to Tziva? 
So the Gemara of Basel came out and said, not so but not so. You fight with me, just like your grandfather Shaul fought with me about the riverbed. Says Rav, at the moment that David HaMelech accepted the Lashon Hara from the slave, Mida Keneged Mida, Shloimelech's Malchus went half to his son and half to the slave Yeravam, half to Rechavam and half to Yeravam, and because of that, Yeravam brought Avedizara, he put up, set up the Egel Hazav on the way to the base Hamikdash, so Klai Yisrael can't go to the base Hamikdash, and Klai Yisrael started doing Avedizara, and eventually there was Golas for Klai Yisrael. Whoever says that Shleiman Melech sinned by worshipping Avedizara is making a mistake. His wife, or his wife's tried to seduce him to Avedizara, but he didn't listen. And just like the same Pasuk says that Yeshio broke the Bamais, although it wasn't Yeshio, it was Asa and Yeshafat, but the Torah says a nice thing towards Yeshafat, so the Torah also says a not nice thing to Shlomo Melech. Shlomo Melech built the Bama, even though he didn't really build it. Shlomo would have rather to be the Shamish Tavidizara, cut down trees for Tavidizara, than to have the posse that's written about him, the Yas Harab Hashem. What was so bad that Shlomo did? Shlomo didn't rebuke his wife, his wife when he married her, and the, she brought an Tavidizara, and he should have rebuked her immediately. The moment that he didn't rebuke her, that's when Gabriel Amalek put a stick in the ocean, and around that started growing and growing until it became an island that became Raimi, which eventually destroyed the second base Amigdash. The day that Yeravam put the two Egle Zav down, that's the day that a hut was built and became, eventually it grew and grew to become Italia Shalyavam. Whoever says Yishiyo sinned is making a mistake. Although the Pasuk says Asher Shav, he became a Balchuva. It means that Yeshio found the Sefer Torah and he started learning the Torah and he realized that 18 years of his Dini Torah might have been wrong and he went and he returned money to every single one of the Balidin from his own money. He didn't take from one to return to the other, he took from his own money. Rav argues and he says, no, Yeshio was the greatest Baltruva of his generation and we have in our generation Abba Vodi Rav and Rav Yosef says in our generation we have someone called Ukvam Bar who became the Rish Golos, the head of all of Kai Yisrael otherwise known as Nasan Bitsutsitsa. And I saw in a dream that Nasan Bitsutsitsa, Nasan Tsutsitsa, a Malch stuck out his hand and accepted his truva. Rashi in Sanhedrin Daflam and Aleph Bez says the amazing story of Nasan Bitsutsitsa. There was a man, Ukvan Barnechemia, who wanted an Aishas Ish, and he, so much so that he became sick. Eventually, the Aishas Ish needed money, and she told Ukvan, I'll do anything you want, just give me the money. He gave her the money and controlled himself. And because he controlled himself, he became the Rej Golos, that one moment of controlling yourself could bring you to such harm and dragas, to the point where he had a glow around his head. And I saw somewhere else that it says Rebekah Kiva was able to see the glow, while the Talmidim weren't able to see the glow, and therefore Rebekah Kiva learned with him, the Chavrusa, have a wonderful day.